We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 211. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And I'm Shara. And this is the big midweek storm edition. I should put reverb on that. Ooh, yeah. Now, big midweek storm, storm, storm. Yeah, storm, storm, storm. storm, storm. (laughs) (laughs) I could do it in post, but, you know, I probably won't remember after that. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to talk about that in a little bit, but. uh, yeah, we got some stuff to talk about. This is the we're recording this on Sunday, March twenty seventh, and I gotta I gotta say, I'm kind of tired of the clouds. <laughs> We've had a lot of clouds lately. I'm just ready for spring weather. It I looked to, pretty outside today, but it was not. We it got a chilly. tease. Yeah, and then it, the temperatures went back down to the forties and fifties. Like really seriously, it's like so cold. I mean, it, I feel sorry for people who were on spring break this week. <laughs> that's it right. Was everybody cold was on spring and rainy break. every day this week. Oh my gosh, that's right. Everybody was on spring break. Well, I mean, we were on spring break last week and it was beautiful. It was gorgeous and that, warm. That was good. But this week there was a lot of people from Missouri and Arkansas and it was not pretty. Well, what happened was there was a system that w- that moved through and then all of a sudden we got in this northwest flow. And that's where the problem is. We got everything's coming from the northwest. Well, the northwest is cooler. And we're waiting for a big ridge to build, which will be Tuesday. We'll talk about that in a minute. But we've had these just little weak disturbances just fly by. I mean, they move quickly, but they just fly by. And some sprinkles are there. We see it on radar, but nothing's reaching the ground. But it's keeping temperatures in the 50s. I'm ready for warmth. I'm. You know, each day's had sun for like five minutes and then back to clouds. Exactly. And that's what I keep saying. You know, I see the forecast, uh, forecast grid, and I post, it's like, you know, the sun was going to come out today. And then, you know, an hour later, I'm tomorrow, like, well, that didn't last long. Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Not today. Yeah. It, but it kind of did today. And we had, and you noticed the clouds too, Corey. I mean, they were, if, if you were looking up in the clouds today, they were beautiful alto cumulus. Uh, the cumulus is like the little cotton ball clouds, and alto means mid layer. So they were these little clouds way up in the mid layers, and they they're, they're really kind of cool. They are cool. Did they're you get in rows? Oh yeah, you got some rows out there. Did you get any drone footage today? I got a little bit of sunset footage, but it didn't really turn out. He was kind of okay. like getting it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know those sunsets. I guess you're right. You really got to catch them right have at that a moment. A couple of minutes to catch them. <laughs> it's just if you right. don't, then it's like nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully tomorrow. I mean, tomorrow is Monday. Um, they're going with partly cloudy, so hopefully we'll get to see some more sun. I thought it was going to be warmer today. What did we get it up to? Uh, I'm not sure. Did we get mine, up? I to thought the high was 60, 60 61. Mine never but, got up. But past I don't know like what 61. we actually got up to. 
Let me see. It, it, there was a breeze. Because the today breeze felt was a little chilly. cooler today than it did It really yesterday. did. But this morning, I mean, didn't we have cloud cover until this afternoon, though? Is that kind well, of Well, we had a great sunrise. It was, it was sunny. Oh, really? But yeah. then the clouds set in. Okay. Of course, what well, makes a great cut sunrise would be the clouds. So there were clouds, but, but enough that the sun was still peeking through. But then it just kind of got overcast. I know, and I keep changing the forecast pick. It's like it's like I, I, every time I change it to like pleasant and kind of well, clear. This is Missouri. You can't. Yeah, and actually, it's March. You'd I mean, be changing it go. every ten minutes <laughs> if you actually kept up with it. That that's true. I, I'm looking at our ambient station. Uh, looks like we got up to sixty one. Well, that was the that's high. What, I as think that's the so- highest yesterday and the day before. So that did pretty really. Well. They did pretty well. It said yesterday high sixty three point seven. Oh, no, wait a minute. Something is not... Oh, no, this is Sunday. <laughs> because it, it says, for the week, the high is 61. Well, it's today's the first be, day of the week. It's going to be Monday if we keep... Well, I know. I it's going yeah. any later. I just have to remember how to look at these things. Right now, it's 47. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it, now, we're talking about <laughs> another wave moving through. Frost potential for some not not really for Branson but there's there's mention of frost in the air I do not receive this I do not receive this either <laughs> I mean I think that the climate is saying like you know it's below average temperatures uh the the average high and low for today in Springfield is 63 and 39 so just add a degree or two so let's say 64 and 40 that's the average right for this time of year um we do think we're going to get way up into the mid-70s on Tuesday. Uh, what's going to happen? The, there's a big ridge building. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let Corey kind of expound because we got this big mid- midweek storm coming up that we really need to talk about. Um, but the ridge is going to kind of push that northwest flow out of the way, and then we're going to get some nice southwest flow and get into the 70s. Um, so, uh, but that's not going to last long. I right. mean, and we're getting into April. Yeah, we're, we're kind of getting in, into April there. So, um, you know, in, in lieu of me not spoiling stuff, let's, why don't we get to this model minute? Because I want to know what the latest is. Model minute, model minute. What do they say? It's the model minute. Yeah, let me toss this to Corey because. They're pretty consistent, but what does tonight's model say? Well, they are consistent. Now, I'm going to look at the GFS. That's what I look at, you know, because that's that's our go-to, yeah. basically. The American model. One of the American models, right. Right. So, uh, let's take a look at that right now. I'm going to bring it up on my handy-dandy computer. While you're pulling think, that up, let's see here. Can I say that this, if we're all a little awkward tonight, we're doing something different. We're <laughs> not. We're not really. We're we're recording. We're just playing with some video we're, stuff. We're playing we're, with video. We're experimenting. Live we're experimenting. Experimenting with some video. So tonight. we're having to. We have cameras on us now. So yeah, I don't cool. think we're as natural. But also, Rando's making faces at me across the table. Yeah. Except it's I'm recording, so I see it all. Yeah. yeah of <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Well, Sunday, nothing. Monday, nothing. We're going into Tuesday. We got a little something. We got to go something blowing up in Oklahoma. Now, you know, I'm looking at the timing on this. By the time it gets to uh, our neck of the woods, we're talking 
moving into Missouri at 4 a.m. on Wednesday morning. That's not good timing. That's just not optimal. No. Moving into the uh, Ozarks here or the Branson area right around 6 a.m. Okay. That's slightly faster then. It was. It said at 7 a.m. earlier. Now it's more like between 5 and 7 a.m. And this is GFS, correct? This is GFS. Okay. And, you know, it, it could be a, uh, some heavy rain, heavy rainmaker on a Wednesday morning on your commute to uh, wherever you need to go to be on work Wednesday morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we got to look at that timing because that's not the optimal time for severe weather, you know? It's like the opposite time for severe. If you get, you know, at sunrise, that is where we have the least instability. Correct. Now, I mean, I know the National Weather Service was talking about this is is going to be a hefty rainmaker. And well, it could be. And I haven't. Have you seen the WPC? I haven't seen. That. I, have I don't have not. my phone in front of me. So. Oh, that's right. Because I'm using the phone with our new video stuff. Oh, yeah. We're trying. <laughs> Here, I will look at it right now. <laughs> cool. Uh, okay. So you keep talking about the models. I'm going to keep going. Uh, so that's iffy. We'll see what happens if if the timing shifts. It could. We'll see. We don't know. But right now, the timing for us. Now, we are under like a marginal for Tuesday evening. Oh, that's the other thing I was going to say. Yeah, the slight risk is for Kansas, but that's Tuesday. Because it's going to be earlier. Right. Yeah. So by the time it gets here, the timing is just not right for me. We got a little bit of uh, snow action from uh, Columbia down to Clinton, possibly some snow flurries uh, on Thursday. What did Sherry say? That does not compute. 10 a.m.? That, that does that not. I do not receive this. Do not receive, Does not right. come down to the uh, Ozarks, though. And then we got another little disturbance moving through right around Monday, April 4th. And it's just right now scattered showers. But then later on that evening, maybe some heavier stuff. Developing. Oh, really? I haven't uh, seen that yet. Along the Arkansas border. Okay. Will it be severe? I don't know. We have to watch out because it's April 5th, and we have to watch everything in April. Uh, April and May. Definitely. Yeah, April is when we really start seeing an uptick in this stuff. I mean, And we're at the end of March, so we're almost there. And I'm going through all the way to our... Now, this is a very reliable hour 348. <laughs> so uh, way out there. we're looking at another little disturbance or a line moving through Monday, April 11th. Okay. Could be an overnight, or we'll see. Yeah. I mean, and again, we're talking about something that far out. It's just kind of eye candy. We look at it. We're just going to wait and kind of look at it and make sure. But we can, I, I think, you know, the, the, the first event, whether it'll be severe, you know, it might be. We've had severe move through early in the morning. Well, we're at marginal. I mean, we, we are, are we are in marginal, so so. But we are looking be. at some rain. I would take an umbrella yeah. for sure to work on Wednesday. Oh, definitely Wednesday morning. So I'm not saying no. We won't have severe weather. We could get a storm or two, get some teeth. That's what a marginal is, right? Exactly. One yeah. or two of those things coming in. And here's what we've seen in the past so often is you have this big explosive thing out in Kansas, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. By the time it moves it 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 kind of transforms and moves into our area it's in what we call a qlcs kind of a line and then it's just a rainmaker and that's what i think they were talking about i mean uh the uh, the area forecast discussion this afternoon said it easily widespread one to two inches easy and the wpc i'm just looking at it right now Pretty much says an inch and a half to an inch and three quarter right over us. I did see a, 
a swath of Southwest Missouri that was different than everywhere else. So that must be that. What? what oh, that, really? What I was seeing. Well, that was earlier, like two days ago. Oh, okay. So it must have been what it was picking up on. Yeah. It, now it's it's got a heavier thing for like two around two inches from basically Miami, and you guessed it, right up I forty four. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right above. Yeah. Up, uh, but basically Hannibal. There's like a purple area. We'll be in Miami tomorrow. But oh, you going to Miami tomorrow? Yeah. Nice. Griffin's birthday is this week. <gasps> and he's five? He'll be five. Oh, the whole hand. He'll be the whole oh, hand. Oh, there you go. He's so excited. <laughs> but he's smart as a 15-year-old. He's I way bet. too smart. Oh, yeah, uh, wait a minute. Way I mean, I, we're deviating, smart. but he, didn't he get a hold of your phone and start putting memojis and stuff up? Did you post something on Facebook? Well, like he has that? his own iPad. He has an iPad. Oh, he's got his own. Okay. Yeah. And he knows how to text us. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to figure out how I could spell these things. I'm like, how does he know how to spell that? Well, he was just talking. He was speaking it into it. Oh. But, he was voice texting yeah, into it. Yeah, but he knew how to make emojis, too. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> He's, He's smart. too smart for his own good. I was going to say, and he turns five tomorrow. Turns five. Oh. But he, yeah, he's way too smart. Well, you know, your, your life is going to stop here. There was something, <laughs> he, something he read or spelled the other day that was like, to read that or spell that or type that. I don't know it was yeah, it picked it up okay I have one more question are you still on the models because I have a question no here. oh you're not okay because <laughs> I had I a question went, on the models. I went all the way well I can't be uh, what do you want to see uh, the actual the NAM is what I was saying because the NAM is the yeah. other American model that it's usually the 3k goes out like I think 84 hours but the no 60 hours but the 12k goes out 84 I don't know why that's just weird the NAM yeah, and I mean, at least on Tropical mm-hmm. now. See, I've got to start using Pivotal mm-hmm. because Corey's got all this. What do we want to look at? I got the name. Uh, timing for uh, Tuesday okay. night into Wednesday Bring morning. Thing up here and we'll be able to Just look it. at that. Since it's the Model Minute. It's you know. the Model Minute. Yay. Model Minute. <laughs> all right, we got the name. We're looking at timing, and I'm going, yeah, it's 84 hours. You want to know when the precip hits? Or yeah, when yeah. When, when when's all that big batch is supposed to get into our neck of the woods? Wednesday morning, like GFS said, like six ish or something, four to six or something. Um, kind of scattered in nature at first before the big line hits. Yeah, right around six a.m. Wednesday morning. Oh, okay. So they're kind of in agreement then. Yeah. All right. See, the then models... We got, then we got a pretty good line moving through now. That's later. Oh. Which is notable. Really? Between 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. Interesting. So that is different. That is different than the GFS. Okay. Yes, it is, because I don't remember anything like that. Well... Well, there was a line, but it came through like at 7 a.m., Okay, and then like the the back back edge of it or something. Yeah, yeah. because the storm the, prediction center, the, the main batch of heavy rain is what I mean. Will yeah. be severe. We don't, okay. We don't know. Yeah, because SPC does on uh, day three they update it once per day. So we're waiting for the day two, uh, which we'll get tonight eh, between midnight after midnight. I think mm-hmm. they update it twice, uh, and then when once we get to Tuesday, they it'll be the day one, and then we'll really start seeing stuff there oh, yeah. so yeah okay so it's gonna like you said take your umbrella it's gonna Day be two kind of will a, be updated tonight what time 12 30 i i think see this time change yeah i agree i agree we'll probably be a bit be in bed by by morning we'll update 
Maybe they'll update. We'll see. I uh, definitely. I, I, I think we'll still be a marginal. I think so. Yeah, the, the burn up is going to be out in, in Kansas and Oklahoma, down in Texas. It's it's a big slight. You got to admit that's a huge slight. It is. <laughs> it is. Northwest but Missouri to again, Texas. It's spring in the Midwest. <laughs> Don't you love it? Yeah. <clears throat> Well, uh, I want to get to the next segment because I've been a sneezing. <laughs> Pollen is just even more insane. Yeah. Now that ugh. you guys, you season two. I or? haven't been bad this week. You, really? I go outside a lot. And Oddly enough, I oh haven't gosh. really noticed it, but I don't in the spring. I, I'm not. Oh, that's right. I Boy, have, I do. I have that one bad. <laughs> About every year. Oh, right around that middle of March or ago, whatever. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know if it's ragweed or what it is, but I get right that. Now. I get that one bad bout that I'm miserable for three or four days. <sighs> I've been fine ever since. Now my daughter is sneezing her head off. So well, see, you're lucky because I decided two days ago. It's like you know, I just want to see. You know, if I'll get through the day. I won't take my anti my Claritin or whatever. And it's like I'm not going to take it and see. Well, that was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, what uh, Pollen Report from Pollen.com says the predominant pollens are juniper. Juniper's always there. Elm it is. And maple. Well, <laughs> I think the juniper was the, really high the week ago. Early on, before mm-hmm. the pollen really hits, that's what you have juniper, juniper. elm, and maple. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I and think then, Ash was and, last and, week. And then that the gold pollen that just starts piling up on your car just starts. Exactly. And then everybody's miserable for a while. But uh, And we're almost there. We're getting there. I was going to say, isn't that cedar? Because cedar, I'm well, yeah, but highly allergic to cedar. It just makes me think, i got to get my tomatoes planted. Oh, it's getting about that time. It is. <laughs> I've, I had them planted for two weeks I feel like you usually already have them planted by, by now. Because mm. well, we had to bring them in a few and times. And people have to understand, you don't plant them in the ground this early. You plant them in a pot you know so. yeah you're gonna have to drag them in and out right it's not safe to plant them in the ground if you want because it, we're still too early for that it will you ours know, had to come in just a yesterday times last year. i don't know if you saw this uh little rock issued a frost advisory for a lot of big chunk of arkansas for for when for for it was yesterday last oh yeah night. yesterday oh my gosh yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well and their criteria is a little different down there well but it's still a frost advisory yeah, it's basically the and it's warning March. you about the same thing. My air conditioner, my heater, whatever you want to call it, my central heat and air Your is, unit. is yeah. just <laughs> begging for me to pick one. It's like That's it's true. all over. Lady, I started sweating. I started sweating last night in bed. I did you? woke up hot and I got up and turned the air on. Mm-hmm. I like I was so hot. I was like I, the heat wasn't kicking on. Oh, I was just no. hot. So I got up thinking it was going to be slightly warm, and so I got up and kicked the air on, but then. When we came home from church, it was freezing. And oh, the, no. Like, the air hadn't kicked on, but it was 69 in the house. Like, just from the outside temperature, it wasn't It wasn't warm today. The, the wind was chilly. This is just a weird time of year. So but it's going to warm up then I had to kick the heat back or... yeah. on because we were all cold. <laughs> right, right. I'm telling you, my central heat and air is just like, dude, pick one. Come on. Well, wear for, me out. for me, I think I said this last week, for me... I mean, if it's going to get in the 70s, I don't turn my air on because uh, upstairs is going to be warm, but downstairs is always going to be really cool, and this is where I do my stuff, or you know, or if I'm not here. So my, hopefully my I electric bills can be low. I actually did some deep cleaning Saturday, 
and opened all the windows. Oh, well, that's good. Just trying to get some fresh, because it was beautiful Saturday. That's how you let all that yeah. pollen in, though. Yeah, exactly. It was so beautiful outside, <laughs> exactly. and I was deep cleaning, and when I deep clean, I sneeze my head off, so... Oh, well, I, I do too. I'm like, why not open the windows and add to it? I clean my office. I'm pointing to my office over here. Nobody can see it on podcast. Like, well, they might because we're on video it's now. That way. Yeah. <laughs> but my office, I mean, I it's my music office. And if you've ever looked at a, a creative person's music office, they're just it's just clutter. Creative and people dust. in general. Yeah. Are generally it's cluttered. Just cluttery. People. I mean, and I've always said I can live in clutter, but I cannot live in filth. If it's if it's filthy or dirty, uh, it just I drives can't me live nuts. In no, I can do it in clutter if I know where everything is, because <laughs> yeah. that's the creative thing. But anyway, that was where I. That's why I did some spring cleaning because my daughter's uh, room was beyond. Oh yeah, and she needs it. Well, since Christmas, we hadn't put away all the new toys, and things were just piling up. And I'm like, I'm done. So done. Yeah. Like we're going in there with trash bags and we are making this work. And we did. There you go. We spent like three hours in there going through <laughs> everything and organizing. You got to. Well, and I knew because my my life is getting really, really busy now with arranging. I've got like three or four different theaters in town. So I'm spending a lot of time in there. And I thought, I've got to clean just the dust up. And once I st- like you said, once you started cleaning, it's like sneeze and sneeze. It's like, because uh, you're stirring all the dust Every up. Every time I clean. I get yeah. sick, and that's just a given. But but now when I go in there, I'm okay because I can't, I a little bit. I can't come home and relax. Yeah, in a cluttered house. In clutter, yeah. So I mean, yeah. I keep the main areas of the house straightened all the time. Mm-hmm. But I just I just shut the doors to the rooms that aren't clean, and I couldn't shut the door to her <laughs> room anymore. It was just like, nope, can't do it. We gotta clean it. Well, like 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 I was. I, let me reiterate. I can live in clutter. I don't like it. I mean, I could, but, but, but I, I mean, but I it wouldn't doesn't be a very bother nice me. Person. Yeah, but it, but Phil, when I see it, it's like, Ew, I just it would talk to me Corey out. about how I feel about clutter. Uh, we'll do that during the weather school. So <laughs> anyway, well, uh, <laughs> I, get, I become a very angry person. When my house is a mess. <laughs> but uh, I, when I was looking at the pollens, oh my gosh! Now, when it, when we said juniper, elm, and maple, that is that is the predominance. There's there's more pollens out there, but those are the predominant ones. Check this out. Monday tomorrow. High, 11. 12 is the top. 11 tomorrow. Tuesday, 11.5. That's insane. Now, Wednesday, which we just talked about, that little front system is coming through. It's down to medium high, still medium high, 8.2. And Thursday, we're right back up to the high category, 10.2. So I just don't see people talking about the the allergies right now. I haven't seen anybody yeah. complaining. A so couple these weeks must ago, not be prominent allergens, right? Well, yeah, and, but everybody's allergic to different things. But a too. couple True. weeks ago, everybody was miserable. Uh, right. Everybody was posting. I was seeing Facebook posts. Everybody was having headaches. It must headaches be Ash because I remember Ash was in there. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm not seeing it this week. No one's really. No one's talking about it anyway. They're keeping it themselves. Well, and you've said you've been fine. I've been fine. And you've been fine. Well, I'm always good. Yeah, except for ragweed in August. And yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, you're you're fine. Oh gosh. Oh, I just threw my paper roll over there. Um, actually, Corey texted me the other day. We got to bring back a segment because he's got some information to let us uh no to let us know is that what i'm trying to think of to tell us the storm door bird watching report yeah we haven't had this in a while this is more breaking news yeah. to me because this is this is big because over a year it is well i got the friends 
in Texas, the Bagbys. They're in the Axtell area, I believe. Now, they that's, are near, that's near Waco. They okay. are our bird watching source in Texas. In te- well, right. I mean... Because once they've hit Texas, big hum- then we know they'll big, be here a couple they, weeks they later. They love the hummingbirds. They feed the hummingbirds. And I gauge where they are, where those hummingbirds are on their migration or their trek north Mm -hmm. from Mexico. Yeah. By because they're going to stop at the Bagby's before they stop at my house. Oh, yeah. They're way down there. (laughs) They stop there and they're like, hey, we're going to head on up to the Taylors now. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I give them, you know, once they do do get a a view of a hummingbird, you know, first you get the, uh, the scouts. Yes. Right. They're scouting out there, you know, and, and, and these scouts, they go, they know where to go. They go to the same feeders. Every, which is bizarre. every year. That's just bizarre. I've done this in my fun facts where we've talked yeah, about how so, the hummingbirds bizarre. go so, to the same feeders. Uh, when, when Randy and Tyna see a hummingbird at their house, I give it two and a half, three weeks before we see it in Branson. Okay. Which is right around Texas. That's pretty, right around, yeah. Which is pretty good. Uh, Speed for a little hummingbird, right? From Waco, Texas to Branson. Those little buggers can fly. Little wings, how many times a minute? (laughs) Yeah, that's why they need the nectar. Yeah. Well, the very first hummingbird, which they say was a little late this year, but I I think it's right on time. Yeah. Was spotted yesterday in the Waco, Texas area. Okay. So, you know, it is Texas. It seems about right to me. We got a little cold snap coming in April. But they're resilient. I mean, they we've had cold snaps before after they've arrived, and they they're just all the way fine. to Bay. We've had they're cold snaps. They're just fine. This, but yeah, so we're still looking. I think they're on track for for tax day, April fifteenth. Yeah, I think I think we're in good shape to see a hummingbird. I'm gonna put my. I'll put my hummingbird feeder up a little bit early, maybe April 7th. Otherwise, little, Henry's yeah. going to be knocking on our back window. <laughs> he will be. Henry like the hummingbird. Like he was last fall saying, where'd you put the feeder? Yep. Well, I, sure. know, I know when we see them here, it's usually like a week or around a week later that my mom starts seeing them in Springfield, Probably. which isn't that far away. But, you know, they're migrating at this point up there. And, you know, speaking of cold snaps, I was looking at the... Uh, NWS, Springfield, and the uh, Climate Prediction Center. Looks like April's going to be a little cooler. I saw than, that. Yeah. The first I mean, week or so, maybe. Yeah. I mean, the third through the ninth is, is the graphic. Yeah. It warms NWS up by had. Easter. Well, that's, well, maybe. that's, that's <laughs> on down the road. Yeah. But, but, you know, we have to stress usually about 95% of the time when you get a cold snap this time of year, it's not going to last too long. Because you got the battle of the air masses. I mean, we're we're well into s- spring now, headed for summer. So mm. in April, you know, if we do get a cold snap, it may last a couple of days. But bam, we're just going to go right back. I up think again. we're done with the big snows. I'll tell you that. Uh, I totally one hundred percent agree. <laughs> we're in transition mode. We're in totally April. It's severe weather season. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Now. Okay. Now let's. I want to bounce this off of you. Okay. Now we talked about like a couple of weeks ago when the uh, Missis- Mississippi, Alabama, down there, I the love severe her. weather. Mrs. Mississippi. Mrs. Ippy. Yeah, I love her. Yeah, it, yeah. Great person. And Mister Ippy. Yeah. <laughs> Mississippi and Mister Ippy. Uh, <laughs> oh gosh, we're going off the rails, right? No, but it, but it was down there. I mean, that's where the severe weather. And I was thinking, I thought, okay, well, 
that's going to start lifting now. Well, it looks like it's trying to. I put that in air quotes because we got the slight risk on Tuesday all the way up to northwest Missouri. And then on, what is it, Wednesday, the the day four has like a, a... you're uh, looking at me like I know something. Okay, I'm not going to look at you. You're looking uh, at the wrong person. Okay, I'll look at Corey. But, well, but down there in Alabama again, but, but still got like a 15% that's going up to northeast Arkansas or something. I I'm mean, becoming concerned. Uh-oh. Are you becoming concerned? No. What are you concerned about? Tell me. I'm becoming a little bit concerned with the uh, tornado count lately from Texas. Did you see the big one, the multi-vortex tornado down in New Orleans? Oh, I did see that. That was scary. So we went from Texas to New Orleans. Well, but it's that, that southern states, right? It, it's right down there. I think this could be an interesting year for severe weather for ugly, us because it's going to move spring. to the north. That's what I'm thinking. They are occurring this year. Yeah. Severe weather is a thing. Well, duh, I've seen so many. Well, what about that video yeah. with the kid driving that oh, truck? The 16 That was bizarre. That was awesome. The tornado blew it over, spun it around, and put it back up. And he drove off. And he drove off. I mean, he sped off. It, it, <laughs> and he got a new truck out of it. Did you hear that? Yes. Wow. If you haven't Chevy seen that, truck. Where, can, where can they go on YouTube? You've got to see it this. Anywhere. anywhere. Search 16 year old. Yeah. Tornado, whatever. Yeah. Truck, red truck. Truck and tornado. Yeah. You got, yeah. It's all over. TikTok, it's all over Twitter, it's all over YouTube. But what I'm saying is it's been a pretty good severe weather season down south so far. So far, yes. And it's not over yet. And I'm just saying (laughs) the years we've had good severe weather seasons here, it's always started down there. Yep. With the Tuscaloosa tornado too. You know, it was the same year as the Joplin tornado. They have had more than their share, I think, this year. They yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had waves and waves. I mean, when the when the Storm Prediction Center starts putting day four and day five in a 30 percentile, that's really kind of rare. For they, sure. They don't do that. They do a 15 percentile. It's now when you get day four to day eight, it's not a it's not categorical. It's not slight enhanced. It's not that. It's a percentage. Yeah. So we're seeing a lot more of this 30 percentile. It, it's only 15 or 30. When you get 30, their confidence is pretty high, and they got a day four, which is Wednesday, way down there. Yeah. I think it's something we really need to watch. In subsequent podcasts, we're going to really need to talk about Corey that quite a bit. May could be scary around that these he parts. Yesterday, storm chasing. Yeah. I do. I thought about going storm chasing. Really? Soon. Yeah. It's hard with his work schedule now, though. We need but... to call in sick one day. You know, you look a little peaked. <laughs> <laughs> I feel a storm coming on. I feel a storm coming on. <laughs> That's great. Uh, well, you know, since we're talking about tornadoes and stuff, uh, the, the weather school this week is about the Fujita scale. Um, do you know his first name? Looking at Shara, she didn't know. Do you know? John. It could be two. It could be, yeah, one or one. I'm going to go with John. No, it's good. You, you won't get it. It's not really a Japanese name. I it's, say, it's not. <laughs> it's I, really say, not. I know, I've heard it. I know it's a common name. It's not something weird. It's. It shares a name with our with our chief, our fire chief. Uh, <laughs> it does. Oh, shoot. Or I you could say Theodore. Theodore or Ted. Ted. Yeah, yes. Ted or Theodore Ted Fujita, Fujita, but he is Japanese. I knew it was a common name. Yeah, I know. I wasn't far off with John. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, and you were having some fun facts last week or, or 
that talked about history. the Fujita scale. Yeah, the Fujita scale, but they have an enhanced Fujita scale. This whole weather scale explains. Which is what I sent you earlier this week. I sent you a text about the enhanced Yes, we need to talk about term. that. I know. Let's talk about that after the weather school. Write Alrighty. that down because that's, that's interesting. And I thought, that's a joke, and it's really not. He seriously so. thought I was kidding. I'm I like, did. No, but it's, it's a not. real term. <laughs> okay, so let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. We've just learned that a tornado that struck last night was labeled by the National Weather Service as an EF1. Is that a weak tornado or a violent one? In 1971, Dr. Theodore Fujita introduced the idea for a scale of tornado winds. With the help of his colleague, Alan Pearson, he created and introduced what came to be called the Fujita Scale in 1973. This is what the F stands for in F1, F2, or F0. The official Fujita scale category is determined by meteorologists and engineers after a ground or aerial damage survey, or both. And depending on the circumstances, ground swirl patterns, weather radar data, witness testimonies, media reports, and damage imagery, as well as pictures and video, if they're available. A newer scale was publicly revealed by the National Weather Service at a conference of the American Meteorological Society in Atlanta on February 2, 2006. It was developed from the year 2000 to 2004 by the Fujita Scale Enhancement Project of the Wind Science and Engineering Research Center at Texas Tech University, which brought together dozens of expert meteorologists and civil engineers in addition to its own resources. As with the Vegeta scale, the enhanced Vegeta scale remains a damaged scale and only a proxy for actual wind speeds. While the wind speeds associated with the damage listed have not undergone empirical analysis owing to excessive cost, the wind speeds were obtained through a process of expert elicitation based on various engineering studies since the 1970s as well as from field experience of meteorologists and engineers. The scale was used for the first time in the United States a year after its public announcement when parts of central Florida were struck by multiple tornadoes, the strongest of which were rated at an EF3 on the new scale. The new scale takes into account quality of construction and standardizes different kinds of structures. The wind speeds on the original scale were deemed by meteorologists and engineers as being too high, and engineering studies indicated that slower winds than initially estimated caused the respective degree of damage. The old scale lists an 
F5 tornado as wind speeds of 261 to 318 miles an hour, while the new scale lists an EF5 as a tornado with winds above 200 miles an hour. This is found to be sufficient to cause the damage previously ascribed to the F5 range of wind speeds. None of the tornadoes recorded on or before January 31, 2007 will be recategorized. Since the new system still uses actual tornado damage and similar degrees of damage for each category to estimate the storm's wind speed, the National Weather Service states that the new scale will likely not lead to an increase in number of tornadoes classified as EF5. Additionally, the upper bound of the wind speed range for EF5 is open. In other words, there is no maximum wind speed designation. Now let's delve into the Enhanced Fujita Scale Categories and their definitions. First is the EF0, which has wind speeds of 65 to 85 miles per hour. EF0s are considered to produce minor damage. Surfaces may peel off of some roads, some damage to gutters or siding, branches are broken off of trees, Shallow-rooted trees may be pushed over. Confirmed tornadoes with no reported damage, like those that remain in open fields, are always rated an EF0. Next is the EF1, which has wind speeds of 86 to 110 miles per hour. EF1s are considered to cause moderate damage. Roofs are severely stripped, mobile homes overturned or badly damaged, loss of exterior doors, windows, and other glass is broken. EF0s and EF1 tornadoes are considered weak tornadoes. Next is the EF2, which has wind speeds of 111 to 135 miles per hour. EF2s are considered to cause considerable damage. Roofs are torn off well-constructed houses, foundations of frame homes shifted, mobile homes completely destroyed, large trees snapped or uprooted, light object missiles generated, and cars can be lifted off the ground. Next is the EF3, which has winds of 136 to 165 miles per hour. These EF3s are considered to produce severe damage. Entire stories of well-constructed houses can be destroyed. Severe damage to large buildings such as shopping malls, trains overturned, trees debarked, heavy cars lifted off the ground and thrown. Structures with weak foundations are badly damaged. EF2 and EF3 tornadoes are considered significant tornadoes. Next on the scale is the EF4, which has winds of 166 to 200 miles per hour. These are considered to cause devastating damage. Well-constructed and whole-frame houses completely leveled, cars and other large objects are thrown and small missiles generated. 
And finally, the EF5, which has wind speeds well over 200 miles per hour. This is considered to cause incredible damage. Strong-framed, well-built houses leveled off foundations are swept away. Steel-reinforced concrete structures are critically damaged. Tall buildings collapse or have severe structural deformations. Some cars, trucks, and train cars can be thrown approximately one mile. EF4 and EF5 tornadoes are considered violent tornadoes. We hope this helps you understand the Fujita scale and how the National Weather Service rates tornadoes. Whenever wind events occur, the National Weather Service sends out a crew to investigate. But not all wind events are tornadoes. Sometimes powerful straight-line winds can cause people to think there was a tornado, but it wasn't. It's up to the crew to determine if there actually was a touchdown and how strong it was by using the Fujita scale. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there you should know all about the enhanced Fujita scale, E-F. Now, Shara, you texted me the other day. I found something. I was able to stump both of you. Both of us. I thought you were kidding. They both thought it was a joke. I didn't. I knew. I heard something like this. But you I, said I, you... I was not in on the conversation because I was. I don't. It wasn't get, a conversation. I don't get text messages where I work. <laughs> it's impossible. A. I don't even remember where the weatherman was out of now. Oh, I I forget. So I think Illinois or Indiana. Okay. There. So so keeping in the vein of the EF series, <clears throat> tell everybody what you texted me that I that we both well I at I least thought it was a joke. The... Well, just what is it? It it, it was an EF U. EF so like dash on the Fiji, instead of an EF one EF two it or was zero, an yeah. EFU and I thought okay you've that's got to be kidding me that's just not right that's that just sounds very bad and it's like no you, you thought it was a joke I thought it was a joke I guess I deleted it but so anyway I thought it was an, a joke an EFU tornado it's a real thing Colorado oh I don't know I think know. it was Colorado that an EFU tornado touched down which means Undetermined or unidentified. Yeah, undetermined. Undetermined wind speed. Because that's what... Well, there's no damage. Here, now you keep talking. Let me look it up. Because it touched down in the middle of a cornfield in the middle of nowhere, and it caused no damage, no harm to anyone. You looked that up, but but, but honestly, isn't every tornado an EFU before it's determined? It is. is. But once it It gets determined, this one's never determined. There's no way to determine... Because they don't know it's an identified until they go and survey the damage. Right. right? And then it's given a rating. Well, this Correct. one was given an EFU so that was because the there was no... That was the actual That is rating. the rating because there's no the way to determine. Rating. Because there was no damage done. There's no way for them to de- look at the damage and to see how was, high the wind speeds were. So they were. basically occur in the middle of nowhere. Right. It occurred out in the middle of well, nowhere. It, they say it, it touched down for just... It just like poof and went back up. Yeah. So it wasn't any damage that they could... 
say, and I'm, I'm looking so now. So there's not enough damage for them to determine okay, how now I gotta tell you something. big of a tornado I'm looking at the Vegeta scale on Wikipedia right now, and I don't see EFU. Oh, it's enhanced. the enhanced. It's okay. the enhanced oh, there it is. Vegeta scale. Okay, okay. So, okay, here we go. The enhanced Vegeta scale, abbreviated EF scale. Here it is. EFU, which stands for unknown or no surveyable damage. Hmm. That's a hard word. Surveyable. But that can only happen in a small percentage of the area, right? Yes, yes. Right. It, it's it, got to happen out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, it says the frequency is only 3.11%. Uh, an EF0. Well, that's high to, to me because I'd never heard of that. Well, the EF0 is 52.82%. Mm, well. EF1 is 32.98. EF2 is 8.41. EF3, 2.18. EF4, 0.46%. And EF5 is 0.05. Now, the actual potential damage text that they have on EFU stands for no surveyable damage intensity cannot be determined due to a lack of information this rating didn't do enough damage for them well this rating applies to tornadoes that traverse areas with no damage indicators cause damage in an area that cannot be assessed by a survey or cause damage which cannot be differentiated from that of another tornado. That's the actual technical term of hmm. it. So where do these happen? Apparently places they can't out survey. In the middle, <laughs> middle of nowhere. Out yeah. in the middle of a field because or somewhere that doesn't well, do damage to things property. Things that would come, you know, deserts, but tornadoes don't Yeah, they really happen wouldn't. in deserts. Yeah. They could. Yeah, and they don't have an example. It's like they have examples of damage from others, but it says N slash A, not what available. What about like those <clears throat> very small, there was one time we were driving through a town and there was a tornado blowing across the road. Not a tornado that would do any damage to anything. It was, but it was a very defined. Well, that would be an EF zero. I mean, we could drove through it and we'd have been fine, yeah, but it was fun to was watch it go across. It, it, well, yeah, but it was, yeah. But it was taller, like it was a, it was the size of a full tornado, uh, but it was only blowing. Leaves. I think an EF zero could be a larger tornado than an EF zero, but if you're not in the forest when a tree falls, does it make a sound? Right. Well, that, yeah, that's, exactly. That's kind of what an EFU is. Yeah, there's no way to determine. But they, it they see the tree was down. So they know it fell, but did it make a sound? They don't know. It's but like apparently when that tornado touched down, there were no trees. It was a cornfield. Yeah. But I was like, didn't it do damage but, to the corn? But, 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 here, but, but anything could do damage to corn. But yeah, and I, I know what you're saying. High winds could do damage to corn. Right. So if they say it's a tornado, but it's not Well, they had video damage. of the tornado. So they know. Oh, okay. Yes, so, there so, was, I sent you the see, video. Me, yeah, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. had video of it, then... There's video of the actual can't. tornado, but it, it came down and went right back up in the middle of a cornfield. Then it probably is not a tornado. It's so probably a funnel. I don't know. It didn't do I, enough I damage. Well, it damage to a cornfield. That's on the ground. Yeah. That's I what my thinking was. I, I was like, there. did it not hurt the corn? There's lots of you corn. You know, there's some farmer out there that lost some crops. That's. I lost my corn. That's their livelihood. I know. Anyway, so I thought that was interesting. I, I was like, mm, okay. It's I just a it funny was... name, though. I know, because, you know, if, if, if you have a twisted sense of humor, like it can UFO, be bad. right? An unidentified flying right, object, so right. it's an unidentified 
you know, unmeasurable Nader, tornado. Yeah. The F. Enhanced an Vegeta EF. unknown. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's an un- unidentified but tornado. But it is funny. Yeah. So there actually is an E. It's actually EF dash U. EF U. But that's on the enhanced scale. It, yeah. Well, yeah I'm glad you are now. Yeah, I know, but I went to the wrong Wikipedia page. So. Uh, anyway, uh, well, uh, from lack of research, we're going to go right to Shara's segment. Because the guys have nothing. Yes. Get ready to get educated in Shara's fun. Facts are this week in weather history, whichever one she has prepared for today. Yes. So, Shara. Oh, that never gets old. It, it, you know, it doesn't. <laughs> that's doesn't. my favorite drop ever. Yeah, because I never, never know gets... if you have this week in weather history or you have fun <laughs> facts. So who knows? true. Last week I had both. Oh, you dazzled us with. Oh, I that's did. right. I only have one this week. Oh, that's good. I'm okay. not one, but I have weather. Oh, I yeah. have this week in weather history. Oh, okay. I don't have any fun facts. Sorry. Oh, well, that's okay. Easter's coming up. Give me These time. These are all fun, though. Right? Yeah. Okay. So sure. Easter. Learning about weather is fun. Okay. <laughs> um, March 27th. We're going to go kind of backwards because I recorded them backwards. March 27th, 1994. Today in 1994. Palm Sunday it was. Tornado outbreak occurred in the southeast U.S. Nearly 30 tornadoes in a four-state area killed 43 people. Kind of sounds familiar. Mm. Now these were <laughs> these were down in lower states. This looks like it went down lower Arkansas, across like Mississippi, Alabama, that area. <clears throat> it doesn't say it; it just shows a map. So okay, thirty tornadoes though in four states, all in one day. It's a lot of tornadoes. Thirty percent. Well, they got SPC on Wednesday. Yep. Yeah. Okay. March twenty sixth, nineteen forty eight. The year my father was born. Oh. An F4 struck Coatesville, Indiana, according to a name I don't know how to say. <laughs> this may have been a tornado family. 80% of the buildings in the town were damaged or destroyed by the large wedge. The tornado killed a total of 19 people and injured around 200. Oh, ouch. These, okay, time out. These, okay. These come with some really cool pictures. All right. Time tornado out. family. Oh, goodness. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that. That basically a small outbreak or yeah, multi vortex type stuff. But I think it means they all happened very close together, not tornadoes spread across an area. I think multiple tornadoes in an area would be a family, correct? Yeah. Well, I've uh, I've seen it where there's Google like a what couple an actual... on, with like little vortices around it. It's like a little. Google, I know, but Google a tornado family. Okay, uh, I, I, I want to know what the actual I, I definition like what is. They're ta- I just like to know what they're talking. About. I don't think they're talking about a multi vortex. No, it situation. just says this may have been a tornado family. So are we talking extended family, like in laws, or are we just talking? Are the like, aunts and the uncles? Okay, the cousins were involved as well. And a tornado family is. A series of tornadoes spawned by the same supercell thunderstorm. Okay, I got, okay, got okay, you okay, there. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. They came from the but same. But that would be over a wider area, right? Could be. I mean, if you got came like this, same this giant right. thing. So these families form in a in a, these families form a line of successive or parallel tornado paths and can cover a short span or a vast distance. Hmm. So that basically, makes sense. so yeah, so the families, I guess, are just from basically the same parent. You don't have multiple cells cell. and multiple tornadoes, and yeah, you, you actually have multiple tornadoes coming from one cell. Yeah, they actually have Wikipedia on that. So. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. That happens a lot. It does. That makes sense. 
I feel smart. <clears throat> March 24th, 1975. The governor's tornado. What? Which governor? Tore a 13-mile path across the western part of Atlanta, Georgia, during the early morning hours. You guys were talking about early morning tornadoes. Yeah. Early morning hours, causing considerable damage to the governor's mansion. Three people lost their lives, and another 152 were injured by the F3 tornado. Hmm. These all have really cool pictures that go with them. I suggest, I highly suggest looking so at So what side are you looking at? We can tell our viewers. Um, well, I just Googled this date and weather history. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to look up the March 24th, 1975 governor's tornado. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's some really cool pictures. Sweet. It just seems like governor. When you say governor's tornado, it got the governor's award for best tornado or something. <laughs> no, it just the took governor's out, cup. It just took out his house, so they named yeah. it after him. This was the governor. One of those little medals behind it, you know. Over it could be the anti-governor's tornado. Ooh, I mean, I yeah. would. I wouldn't call it the governor's because he didn't make it. He just right. suffered through it. <laughs> exactly. March twenty third, nineteen thirteen. Mm-hmm. A couple of years ago. Yeah. A tornado struck the city of Omaha, Nebraska during the late afternoon on Easter Sunday. Hmm. That would stink. In just 12 minutes, it cut a swath of total destruction five miles long and two blocks wide across the city, killing 94 people. Ooh, ouch. 12 minutes. 12 minutes. Didn't take long. Took out a whole city and 95 people. That's sad. I picture people like doing Easter egg hunts and Yeah, really. Mm. March twenty first, nineteen fifty two. Severe thunderstorms spawned thirty one tornadoes across Arkansas, Tennessee, Missouri, Mississippi, Alabama, and Kentucky. Thirty one. Okay. The tornadoes killed three hundred forty three people and caused fifteen million dollars in damage. Now this was in nineteen fifty two, so Okay. $15 million worth of damage is a lot more damage today. Yo, gosh, Arkansas yes, yeah. and Tennessee each reported 13 tornadoes each. They had 13 tornadoes that That's day. That's crazy. Each. Um, the towns of Judsonia, Arkansas, and Henderson, Tennessee were nearly wiped off the map in what proved to be the worst tornado outbreak of record for Arkansas. A wow. tornado one and a half miles wide at times left only... A church undamaged. Wow. Only thing left in the town was a church. That's the town crazy. Was that just gets you. Wow. There's pictures. It's pretty impressive that the old So you town need to Google everything that Shara is saying because there's like all, dramatic pictures. The whole town is leveled and there's a church wow. standing there perfectly. That's crazy. And that is all I have. Good job. I have a question, and I should know this, and I've known this, and I can't lock it in. When was the big tri-state tornado, you know, the huge one? That That was was, uh, in the 40s? Yeah. Tennessee. Didn't I do that one Off the top of my head, I do not know, and I do not have my phone on me. Yeah, because it is. (laughs) Google tri-state tornado. I I, I mean I should one. know that. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's like one of the most famous it tornado may have been outbreaks. Even earlier than that, um, for some reason I keep thinking the forties. Was, was it was Illinois? I know that. Was it part of Missouri? Uh, I think so. I Arkansas. feel like I did. 
Tri-State tornado outbreak on March 18th, 1925. Yeah. 25. Yes, it's a long One time ago. One of the ago. deadliest tornado outbreaks That's what in I'm thinking. recorded history generated at least 12 significant tornadoes and spanned a large portion of the Midwest and southern United States. Does it give states? It... Because we know... I mean, yeah, it there's was... There's a map up there. Yeah, it was... Do you know 25? This is 22. We're almost getting up to that 100th well, this only anniversary. This going across Missouri, Illinois, and Indiana. Correct, yes. Yeah. Missouri, Illinois, Indiana. Yeah, that was bad. That was 25, did you say? 1925. We're getting close to the 100-year anniversary. Well, we need to have a special podcast. Yeah. What we, year we was need to the go one that hit prior, that hit your grandma? 1947, 47, okay. And your grandma remembers like being in the house, and the house was lifted and moved and... But they were unharmed. I actually talked about that at work yesterday. Oh, wow. Um, we had some people from that town, prior Oklahoma, came to the cave desk, and they knew all about that, and they what were telling me up? about it. Well, I knew they were from prior because I can pull up their information. Oh, okay. Oh, right, right. So they knew my part of my family who were from there. So we, we talked, and we had a good time. And then I said, yeah, my grandma was in a tornado there when she was like nine years old. She said, oh, yeah, the big tornado. Wow. And my grand, my great grandpa worked at the powder plant that made like explosives and bombs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he worked right along a very well known person before he made it big by the name of Sam Walton. In that same no power way, plant. I, think I've, I think I've heard that name. Oh, I probably a couple not. of times. Probably not. <laughs> I think I was at one of his stores there like the other day. I, I have I been think to I a have Walton somewhat support that corporation before. Yeah. Good times, but yeah. He was in prior to. See, here's what I think. Here's what I think we should do, Corey. You know, we did now for the Joplin tornado. We went and we interviewed Gary Bandy, the Hughes brothers. We had all these interviews. I think for the hundredth anniversary, we need to go interview people that had lived through the tri-state tornado. Well, good luck with that. Most of them are dead. Okay, that's not a good idea. Okay, but totally off subject. Okay. Well, not off subject. Okay, but the Branson tornado. Okay. The Reap Year Tornado. Uh, speaking of people who live through tornadoes yeah, yeah, in yeah. houses, in the and I witnessed this myself. Um, yes, the tornado that hit Branson. There was a little lady that lived downtown Branson, mm-hmm. and it. Her son called her, woke her up in the middle of the night to warn her that there was a tornado coming, and she got up and was trying to take cover. Her house was picked up moved off its foundation and i went and drove by it i took pictures somewhere i have pictures oh my god she was unharmed not a window was broken not a lamp or picture was moved in the house no way everything was intact it picked up the house picked up her house if you went if you drove by it there's like some concrete steps where the porch used to meet the house, and the house is sitting like 15 feet at an angle away from those concrete steps. That's freaky. It it just goes to show what a tornado can do. It It was an EF2. It means it sideswiped her. It didn't destroy the house. Didn't touch no, the house. No, moved it. Just moved it. I believe it. But, I can but believe how? it. Tornadoes can do strange things. That's the thing is oh, I know. how you can it have, moved it. You can have a kitchen... And something very delicate sitting on the counter, not touched yet, the rest of the kitchen destroyed. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what I mean. Like, I had to drive by it myself when I heard about it. Someone that knew her. 
Like, is this real? I drove downtown <laughs> to the address where it was, and I took pictures a oh. few days later. And the house is sitting there completely intact, but the porch is here, and the oh. house is over here. Not a window broke, cracked, nothing. Well, like my grandparents didn't even knock a lamp over. Who were in, you know, they were young. They were seven, eight years old. In Pryor, which is a huge F4 tornado, totally destroyed the town. Well, that next year, they got a storm cellar in their backyard. And that just goes to show that that is consistent throughout the times because you know how many storm cellars were sold in Joplin? Oh, the, you know how many storm oh, went in They made after- a killing after that. Yeah. Right. So it's a good it's a good investment. It really is. They're not that expensive. They're really They're not. They're really very reasonable considering. My grandparents considering- haven't. Excellent one in their garage. Considering they'll save your life. And we've used the one in his grandparents' garage. One time we did. A lot of them. Here's the thing. My sister had one because she lived in Moore, Oklahoma. Hello, Mm. Tornado City, um, Grand Central Station. But there's they had to move the car out of the garage. It was in their garage. And it was in the floor. So they had to move the car out of the garage to crawl into it. And it was like the size of a stand-up shower. So it just fit their family. They could crawl down in it. Yeah. But his grandparents have one because you get elder people. They can't crawl down into oh, a little crawl space. Theirs is just sitting in their garage. It's its own room. It's its own steel room. And but it's it's like indestructible, basically. Oh, but we, we used yeah. it because Miami, we were there one day and they were under a tornado watch. And I'm pretty sure they one paid $4,000 for this thing. But just, and it was 10, 12 years ago. It was a while ago. But let me say, $4,000 for a lifetime of peace of mind during a thunderstorm. But the kicker. You know? Yep. The kicker. And they're in Oklahoma. Do you remember what happened when the storm passed? The phone rang. Grandma answers the phone. It's the storm shelter company that put it in. Yeah. Calling to see if they were okay. No because way. they had a report of a storm in their area, and they wanted to know if they were safe. Now, that service. Like, that's now, so I left cool. my family there. You were there. My kids were there. My mom. And wow. He went me off. and my dad went off chasing he this thing. went off thing. chasing. <laughs> of course you did. We weren't really. I have to say, I stuck my kids in it. We weren't really in it. We were kind of standing outside watching it. Well, you had Corey knowing how it's going to work, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, you know I'm not just going to stuff myself that in the closet. But that that's great. In Oklahoma, we lived have, here in Branson at the time. You have just happen to be there visiting. You, you know, here in the Ozarks, we have hills. Yeah. And well, so, so my buddy Marty says he's from Norman. He's you can't like, you see, see stuff everywhere. coming. Yeah, but in there where they were miles. at in Miami, you could see for miles. Do you know how many people <coughs> that live in Branson that are from Oklahoma? I work with four cave guides that are from Oklahoma, including me. And there's not that many more cave guides. They're all from Oklahoma. Really? So many Oklahomans are in this town. That's bizarre. A lot it, it, it of really people is. moved here from Oklahoma, and, and really I do is. not get it. They probably and think the hills are going to protect them or something. They're I don't used know. to the, uh, we do have the, the flatlands, and they can see tornadoes coming. You just can't see them coming here. Of course, we don't get them like they do over there. We don't right. get them here, but I have to say, I take them a lot more seriously here when I hear the sirens and I see the winds because we can't see them coming. Right. Yeah, it and we're be, used to it over you know, there. There's so. a hill coming. Well, and or, Corey and I can watch it on radar, and, and I can't tell you. I'm sure you, this happens to you, too. I can't tell you the amount of people texting me saying, okay, we know what's going on. And I tell people, text me. 
You know, but I can't answer. I answer as many as I when can. We're in severe weather mode. Oh yeah, people people know. We can't I, text I have to say, back. Yeah. Corey has us take cover a lot faster than he did when we lived in Joplin or Web City or Oklahoma. Well, and places, you have technology too on radar. Places so you can where really we see. could see it coming. It in our marriage. It has been only a couple of times that he has hollered for us to take cover. Okay, so yeah, I same only with Karen. I yeah. only get scared when he gets this. He gets this tone, right, of true concern of well, here's the we deal, need though. to take cover now. now. I get it. Yeah, you have a little more radar options than you had back then. True. Back it's, then, it's true. there was no such thing. As a radar confirmed tornado. Yeah. And now, now there is. Now there is. A radar. You can see a debris signature on radar. That determines a radar confirmed tornado. Well, I know, and I know what Cher is saying, too. It's like Karen would said the same thing that you're saying with Corey. It's like. I didn't get scared till he got scared. Exactly. And I told Karen that. And what do we tell people on Stormdark? You know, we're, if we get worried, if we get scared, then you really then you need, need to get... If we say take cover... Yeah, then, yeah. You need to take cover. And, right. and there's only been a couple of times, and I'm not even joking, I can count on less than one hand how many times he has truly worried me and said, take cover now. And if we need to take cover here in Branson, most likely Rando and I are going to be live on Facebook. That's what I was going to say. cover on you know, pe- people can text us if they I've want, but we're going live. I've said that when I see live. people, you, you know, <laughs> I see my friends posting that they're headed to their bathroom or whatever because mm-hmm. the sirens are going off or because their weather radio went off for Taney County. Yeah. And, and I'm like, mm-mm. Uh, I get that. That's great. Take cover. But if you're truly following us and if it's truly in our county, anywhere near us, we're going to let you know. We're going to, yeah. Like, if we're not, if we're not going know. live. Your phone could go off. But if we're not going but, live. Yeah. It's on the other side of the county. Don't get me started on this uh, polygon thing. <laughs> well, I've done I that don't want people really? to take it lightly, but I'm right, just saying. Right. You should not ignore it. we're not telling you to take cover and it's on the other side of the county, you're probably fine. You're probably okay. Because if it truly was going to hit us, we are going to get concerned. Corey and I are going wall to wall. I mean, you know, Corey and I are going to be out there. These guys take it very seriously. And yes. if it's truly going to hit Branson. And... They're going to let you know. April is just around the corner. It is. Is it coming in like a lamb? Or no, that's March. That's like March. Well, spring. Well, 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 March was spring. fairly tame. Yeah. Well, the whole March. What, what is the whole saying? March comes in like a lion and it goes well, it can no, be either it, lamb. it goes either way. If it comes in like a lamb, it will go out like a lion. If it comes in like a lion, it will go out. But that's spring. Okay. Not just the My month, favorite is teacher it? taught me that. My first grade teacher, Mrs. Campbell. Oh, they I have great that. soup. Yeah, <laughs> she was my favorite. Yeah, she loved me. Of course they did. I was the smartest in her class. Yes, you were the teacher's I'm pet. I'm sure she told every student. Oh, you, you rated all the papers too. Didn't you're you? the smartest kid in my class. <laughs> well, okay. she said that then. to everyone. I think it's time to get to the last segment. <laughs> <laughs> it's the weather word of the week, and this word is okay. Oh, sh- oh Cheryl. shoot. <laughs> Again, Sherry doesn't look. I have we love not it. looked at this. Well, I mean, if, if you if you sound it out, you're going to be fine. I found a new site. <laughs> okay, there's not a U after the A, so it's not. 
Aquaclude. There you go. That I, was I fun. Would, uh, personally, I would say Aquaclude. Well, but, but there's no U after yeah, the A. Uh, uh, to be yeah. Aqua, it would have to be an a, a U after the A. Right. Because okay. I would have said Aquaclude too, but I was like, nope, there's no U after the A. So okay. just Aquaclude. So what is Aqua? Quickly me. A saturated but poorly permeable bed formation or group of formations that does not yield water freely to a well or spring. So it's just basically a holding area. Like like water will just it'll rain and then kinda it'll just kinda pond and it won't kinda really go anywhere. It'll just kinda sit there. I see one every day in my cave. I bet you do. I do. I know I do. But it does it doesn't flow into a How does it not it? go anywhere? It a well go or a spring? The How does it work? Aquaclude in the bottom of our cathedral room goes nowhere. It just holds there. How, where does the water go eventually? It just how, kind of, how do you get rid of the water? But it just seeps it down. It doesn't go anywhere. But I mean, it it, it, it doesn't, holds. It doesn't fill up though. Where does it go? It evaporate can over evaporate time? down there. Yeah, it's it's open. There's a big hole in the ceiling, so we get sunlight in there. Ah, now I gotcha. It it's very low right now. It's been very low for the two Aquaclude or three years. Is very low. It yeah. There's a line on the rock <laughs> that. It should be at the normal, but it's been so low. So the water table is kind of low right now. Lower than normal. Well, I mean, we're not below average, are we, on rainfall? Are we? I haven't. I feel like we've done well this year. Now, I haven't looked at the drought monitor lately. Have you? Ooh, no. Why don't you do that? Well, I could do it. Yeah. So, Shara. So I feel like we've done well this year. We've had several rainy days. We have, but, but not we massive but, rain. But, right, that's the thing. We haven't had massive rain, and I don't. Even, I'm not even sure where to look. Hang, hang on, let me try to figure. Out. <coughs> I mean, the, the drought monitor would actually tell us. Let me see. Monthly climate summary. Wait a minute. Okay, so while Corey's looking for that, uh, January we're. It's going to oh, take there's too long. no drought in Missouri. Oh, okay. So there's I, I, abnormally dry up north of the Missouri River. The whole state down here, nothing. Yeah, I here. wouldn't say we're well over. I would say, I mean, because if we were well over, we would be more in flooding and abundance right. type of stuff. So I, we're probably. I think we're right where we should be. You know, for what, this I'm going to put year. a note. Uh, for next for next week because next week we will be in April when we record this. Now next or this Saturday I guess because today's Sunday. This Saturday is the father daughter dance in Branson. Oh oh, that's a big deal in this Branson area. Yes, I know everywhere has a father daughter dance, but anyway, my daughter looks forward to it all year long. To uh, wearing her daddy out dancing all night long. There you go. She does. She does. She <laughs> I think is that's so cool. Energy. Yeah. Uh, and it was canceled the last couple of years because of COVID. I was gonna. Well, COVID, but then there was canceled before, right? Didn't when it cancel once? Just from COVID. Well, it was postponed once for postponed. ice. Postponed. But postponed. They it but they had it around oh, Valentine's really? Day. They've always had it they around Valentine's. It and here's the thing. I don't know. I want to question them on this because they've moved it to April. Which is much harder for the majority okay. of the people who go because we're they're a in tourist shows. town and they're right. in shows. Right. 
they've always had it in the off season. So always. those dads that are in shows and stuff can go. That makes now sense. Now it's a right lot smack. Of people in shows that go. It's in April. Even Corey has to work that day, so we're hoping he can get off early because we're gonna have one very disappointed little girl. Uh, I've already actually have her brother on backup call. Oh, Grant. Her oldest brother. Oh. It, it's like, if your dad can't get off work, I'm going to need you to take your your little sister to the daddy-daughter dance because she looks forward to it every year. She gets to buy yeah. a new dress and new shoes, and we fix her hair and her It's makeup. a girl thing. She is all <laughs> in. I love that. So... Looking ahead, what's the weather going to be like for the daddy-daughter dance? I haven't bought her dress yet this year. What kind of dress do I need to buy her? What day? For April 2nd? Saturday. It's the second it's Saturday. It's this Saturday. Oh, I mean, it'll be... Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's not going to be bad. I mean, we're looking at a, a cold snap later on. It may be a little cooler. Okay. I mean, it usually oh. gets chilly that yeah. night, but... Okay, here's the thing that I don't like that makes me, like, crazy... The forecast for Saturday, <laughs> a chance of showers, partly sunny, <laughs> high near 61. It's going to rain well, and sun at the same time. Saturday night, chance of showers, partly cloudy, low around 39. So we should look for a long sleeve dress or a dress with a sweater. I would not. It gets hot in there, Shira. That's the you thing. Is right. she, it's in a gym. It's in a gym, oh. and she gets she dances yeah. her little dances. feet off. She oh, she's gonna be warm. Yeah, I love that girl. Just, she just, is. She all, brings a little jacket, and she'll be just usually fine. her dress is sleeveless because we're looking at like Easter dresses at this time. So that's what we okay. end up buying. Um, mm-hmm. But we include a sweater with it. Yeah. Now, when I look at this, when it's chance of showers partly sunny, that means it's not going to be a washout. Well, and it's at six thirty at night, so chance of showers partly cloudy. The sun's going to be gone yeah, by the five tornado come through on a partly sunny day. <laughs> yeah. You know what? We've had tornadoes when it's had a forty percent chance of rain too. Well, that's I've just how that. it works. Yeah, but the forty percent is just that. So window, 40% next that. Sunday we'll get to hear all about the daddy daughter. Oh, I like it. Mm, yay. That's going to be so he nice. He likes it. Well, he no. loves it's it. Don't times. let him fool you. It is. It really is. He gets all it's dressed up. It's a cool up. thing. He gets all dressed up in his suit and tie, and he smells good. By golly. I get jealous because I want him to take me out. No, you get to stay home and like, keep Griff company. Like, I'm getting her all ready, and he's, <laughs> he smells so good. And I'm like, hey, I want to go out with daddy. Let, let your daughter I have. I want to go dancing. Uh, yes, you can do that 364 no, she, other days. <laughs> she is totally a daddy's girl. That's awesome. I mean, she loves me and she loves to snuggle, but she is a daddy's girl. Of course. She loves her daddy and she loves Well, you got four boys and one girl. <laughs> right. She is completely spoiled. Not at all. Well, I think. She's spoiled by older brothers. That, that's much true. Dad. Yeah, I think well, we're about ready to wrap this up. Um, we got to watch the Storm Prediction Center. It could be very interesting, but maybe not that interesting. It's, we, it's timing on this one, but just keep yeah. watching it. Maybe because, um, you know, if, if the uh, NAM is correct, then we could get a little, you know, you never know. That's later in the day. Yeah. But again, we watch it every day because it's April. Yeah, it, it's a thing in the continue. afternoon. If we do so, if it if it happens in the afternoon, that's going to be more prime. But if it happens at four to six a.m., that is the least amount of instability. So we're just getting the leftovers. We had severe at four a.m. the other morning. Yeah, that, a week ago. You know, and yeah, we're not quite to April. We're in together. Missouri. Anything can happen. It's going to happen. I know. So 
Anyway, so. You don't like the weather? Wait a minute. Wait, 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 It'll wait a minute. Change. Like two days or whatever. No, wait like that's an hour. Not, that's It'll change. not Missouri. I, I hear everybody saying about that Missouri. Missouri. That's it not happens. what. That was not the quote. It was for Oklahoma and it was a Will Rogers but quote. But does it not True. happen here? It, it happens everywhere. Do we not have it really snow does. one day well, in except 80s? San Diego. <laughs> we literally just a few weeks ago had 80 degrees one day and snow the next. Every time a, yeah. an extreme weather event or snow or anything occurs, Anywhere in the country, anybody in that area says, Welcome to Kansas. Yeah. Right. You know, but welcome it, it to Missouri. Is. It, is it the, snowed today. It is the, it is the four-state area. It happens. Welcome well, to Nevada. It's hot today. Well, no, no, it doesn't happen. No, it's that time of year, too. You wouldn't hear that. Well. Really, more but in not June. everywhere gets the crazy weather from day to day. Yeah. Nowhere, yeah. I mean, everywhere and else, fall. nowhere else but the Midwest goes from eighty-one day to I will twenty say, and last snowing week, the next We day. started spring break in Branson with a snow day. We had to cancel <laughs> know, school. For exactly, a snow day. <laughs> and that was on Friday. Yeah. And by Tuesday and Wednesday, it was 78, 80 degrees, and town was packed. Yes, insane. You know what I? Would rather have that than be like West Coast. I, I love the want, West Coast. I wouldn't wrong. want the same weather all the I time. I want the varied. I want the yeah. seasons. I want it to go. I like yeah. my seasons. Flo- Florida is just a little much. I mean, it rains every single day there, and, and it's, it's like, humid. but only it's for like an hour. Well, I know, but it's always going to rain. Right, but like, like and water spouts. We well, did water that. Spouts. We when water we went to cool. we went to yeah. Florida on our vacation several years ago and. We're also going this year. We're going this year Aww. again. But yeah, Just let for, me know for so about can... an hour, yeah. you'd go inside, find a show to watch while it rained, and then come out, and it would be just even hottier and stickier and muddier. Well, and <laughs> well the same when you went in, evaporates all that stuff oh, back out. <laughs> but I mean, it's already muggy and hot, and then yeah. it rains, and it's just. Yeah. Oh, it's disgusting. It's... You know, and I don't want to go to Louisiana because, I mean, it's a great place, but it's just the humidity is like. Six thousand percent down there. I can't Plus, breathe. Alligators. Who wants alligators? Yeah, alligators. We should go to Florida with the iguanas. I mean, because they fall out of the tree, right? <laughs> Raining iguanas. Oh, Raining dead iguanas. But well, really we could dead. talk about all sorts of weather, but I like it right here in the little bit of Ozarks that we live in. So, anyway, Corey, you got anything else to add nope. to this, Sherry? Are you? I am all out of information. That quick? I'm weather facted, Bam. fun facted, weather date in history. I'm all out. Wow. Now that's impressive. So it takes a lot for me to be <laughs> out of things to talk about. That's true. Anybody so. that knows me doesn't know knows that doesn't happen very often. I know. Well, you know what? Just keep an eye on the Storm Prediction Center and us. We're gonna Your let you know if we're gonna get anything major on Wednesday. So Okay, well, it's about time to wrap this thing up, so be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like and follow our page, and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, be sure and check out our website at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather 